This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I am your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun of my name. My name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. I was on Instagram and I came across this video of Mel Robbins. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but um, she's a speaker, inspirational thought leader. And she, she made a comment and it really stuck with me. She said, in life, you either chase your dreams or they'll haunt you. And I was like, ooh, well, what does she mean by that? Now, I understand the whole process of um, having a dream and going after it, but she said that if you have something that was placed in your mind, in your heart, it will forever sit inside of this account. I'm using the word account, she said, head. And you'll be 70-something years old or however up there in age you are, realizing that you never done it. You never took the chance on yourself. And you'll always be left of, what would have happened if I had done it? What would have happened if I had taken the chance? You know, I always say that we all special offers here for a limited time. We're here for a good time and not a long time. I don't know what it is that you want. I don't know what it is that you're going after, but uh, I think you should do it. And if it's hard and it's uncomfortable, that's good. That means you're growing. That means that you're changing. Heck, I was thinking about it earlier this morning as I was at the Culver City Stairs. And I said, God, dog, I do not feel like doing this, but I made a promise to myself. I said, you know, when I go to the stairs, I'm going to go up and down at least four times. But I did not want to do it. Why? Because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm going to be tired. I just don't feel like being out of breath. I don't feel like sweating. But I said, Dawn, do you want to be great? Because I said, well, if you want to be great, you're going to have to do things that great people do. And great people do things that everyday people don't do. Now, in order to be great, in order to change in this process, I literally have to contort my body, move my body in a way that it transforms. And I said to myself, I said, well, if I can keep this promise to myself, if I can go against my greatest opponent, which is me, what can I not do? So I say to you, what can you not do? You are your greatest competition. You know your strengths and your weaknesses. So when you're looking at whatever it is that you want out of life, that dream, that aspiration, that thing that seems insurmountable, I'm here to tell you that you're worth it. I'm here to tell you that you're worth taking a chance on. Because it may seem challenging to go after it now, but imagine the day that it has to come after you. 
Just food for thought. Go out there and dream big. And then get after it. Dreams don't work unless you do. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. My mic's on, Jeremiah. How do we sound? Do we sound good? I know we looking good because I'm Mark looking Chuck. at y'all and I'm like, geez, just just beautiful melanin all around me. Your voice. I love yeah, it. Right? talking like this come all the time. On. <laughs> what? I would come on and be like, just talk, girl. Just <laughs> say some talk. Say something. Yeah. You know, I love when people affirm me. Affirm okay. me and feed me. So this is giving me everything I need right now. Yeah, <laughs> so I got no food. Shy got you on a second part. Shy got you on a second part. Here's a taco. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, listen. Hey, it's vitamin D with Dawn Day. You know, I'm all about in the business of making dreams come true. And I have a special group of individuals in here with me. Have you heard of the organization uh, Blade? It's entitled the Black Los Angeles Young Democrats. And uh, they're here because they're talking about what they're doing in the city, how we're talking about making change. And also, uh, we have a very important election coming up. Congresswoman Karen Bass is running. And we need not to talk about anyone else because we need to get her elected. So we're going to talk about this organization, what they're doing, and also this awesome event that's coming about entitled the uh, Sneaker Ball. So, right. Without further ado, Jeremiah, do you have a round of applause? Just give a round of applause for these beautiful people. Yes, it's an applause going. Um, <laughs> love it, love it. They're like, what are <laughs> So the people are hearing laughter and those who are watching can see your beautiful faces. Can you guys just go around and introduce and tell us who you are? Yup, I'm Jelani Hendricks. Oh, we need you to get it. You're going to have to oh, get put in the, the mic right. in okay. your yeah. face. You're going right, to have to pass it. All Jeremiah, right. can you hear him? Okay. All right, cool. I'm Jelani Hendricks, president of Blade. Thanks for having me. Okay. Sade El Hawari, treasurer of Blade, all about that money. Okay, what a cachette. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Cheyenne Smith, and I'm the vice president. Oh, vice, what? <laughs> vice president. Dr. D and they just let me come along with them today. D is the chair of the host committee of the Black Los Angeles Sneaker Ball. Don't let her play you. D be low key. You like the mayor of like LA. Like for real. No, Karen Bass about to be the next one. Right, one election at a time. One election at a time. Miss Bass, pardon me. But, um, Guys, thank you so much for being here. I have been saying for the longest, I was telling D for like a while, months. I was like, yo, I want to get involved. I was like, I want to get involved with Congresswoman Karen Bass. I was like, I just need to. How do I do it? Like, what's the first step? So she started peeling off information and talking about Blake. But for anyone that doesn't know, who wants to talk about what your organization is? Yeah, I could start. All right. The president is so here. We're at Put LA. the mic up. Got you. Got you. <laughs> so we at L.A. County wide dem club we're the premier young democratic club in the state of california majority of us are activists organizers and what we aim to do is bridge the gap between grassroots initiatives and politics we want to make sure young folks are engaged into into the political system and also build uh leadership development pipelines for young black angelinos to get into politics whether they want to run for office one day be a chief of staff communications uh, fundraise, a lot of elements of politics that young black folks should 
tap into, but they don't really have that platform. So that's why I wanted to um, become a board member. I became a board member about three years ago. I've been the president for almost two years. And on October 7th, we have in our, our first annual sneaker ball. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be the political event of the year. So make sure you're there with your fly sneakers. But Gotta your, be fly. We're going to expound on that some more. Yes, yes. yes We're going to yes, talk yes. about this some more. Hold on, wait, y'all. We gotta, gotta make sure we gotta keep in the state of the second half because that's what we're gonna talk about. But first, okay. So that's what we have laid about, and I think it's so important because I think sometimes I feel like some people look at politics and they're like, "Oh, that's not for me," or "Oh, I don't understand," but not realizing how it affects our everyday life and how something you may say, "I don't care about the law," or "The law is not on my side," but not realizing some of your basic rights can be affected whether or not you choose to vote or not to vote. What was that? Now, Blade started in 2012, right? So we're yeah. going on the 10th anniversary. anniversary. Yes. Woo, now, is anybody here from the inception? No. Mm-hmm. New meat. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guys get involved? Like, what what attracted you? Because I, I feel like this. If, you, if we're going to talk to the people, I need to know about you. Because if you're interested, what made you get into it? I can just keep it real. And this is Cheyenne talking. Come is, on to the mic. This is Cheyenne, Madam VP. Yes. I would say, like, was super... Okay, Kamala. But, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was super dope about the Black Los Angeles Young Democrats. And particularly answering your question is just that, like, you realize... Once you're involved, you realize, like, you could make the decisions. And I think for so long, African Americans have been siloed into this one space. Like, oh, we can only be used for our vote. But it's more than just voting. Like, you see people actually willpower, build power, and use that power, black people. And so I think that what's important about getting involved with the Black Law Center, Young Democrats, or even just getting involved in the politics is like, you're no longer just an outsider being affected by the decisions being made. Like, you're a key player in the decisions being made. And I believe that if more of us continue to be involved in our own way, like, everybody doesn't have to be the president, everybody don't have to join Blade, but it's really about finding where you engage the most, engage the most whether that's in art, you know, mm-hmm. in the art space, in the political organizing space, in the volunteer community-based space, wherever it's just like, you have to show up. It's not even like people like, oh, yeah, show up for your community. But some people are like, what community? Like, yeah. if you really want to be honest, like, some people don't feel a sense of community. But when you start being around people who do, who look like you, like, I have on... We look like ourselves. Yo, I have on Jordan. I, I, like, I'm actually <laughs> debating, like, what was I going to wear? I was like, am I going to be... So I was like, no. I pull yeah, up to these know. meetings with the baby hairs to let them know. You don't get it. You're, I, sometimes I intentionally put them just so you can know. And I think that, you know, it's just hella important for us to continue to take up space. Like, we talk about Come that, on. like, in the mental health space. We talk about it, like, you know, in entertainment a lot. But, like, people don't have to make the rules for you. Because people always talking about they want to be seen, but hell, hell you're going to have to show up. And you got to actually pull up. Like, we can't just be Twitter fingers. We can't just be social media advocates. Like, that works if something is about to get canceled, somebody responds. But, like, imagine all the people who send or like the tweet or share it, you know, share it to their story. Imagine if that same amount of people sent you know, signed the petition or sent the, you know, sent the email. It's like, oh, we're flooding Stafford's office. It's, you know, 2,000 emails coming through. Like, what, what's what's up? Like, what do we need to change? And I feel like what's dope about Blade is like, we, like, I'm from here. Like, I'm Where from, you from? Here. I'm I can't, you, you almost said again. <laughs> 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 I got to oh, wait. Okay, you. But I'm from, from 
she from Detroit. So yeah. she didn't Check the volume. I'm like, okay, but no, I'm from South Central and born and raised. My grandfather was born in South, well, they say South LA, but like in South Central. South and so <laughs> I think it's important to let people know, like, you could be from here and and have influence but still look like yourself like if I need mm, to put on the full on. suit I will and I love it it looks good but I'm mostly gonna pull up how I look and I think that's super dope about Blade and that's why people are attracted to Blade because we just like fly fly as hell we like we are full selves but like when we we gonna hit you with the all the information we're gonna tell you which bill it is who's who's gonna vote for who's not gonna vote for what votes we need to swing how much money we need to get behind this candidate oh yeah we're gonna do all of that yeah that's why like i feel like blade especially under jelani's leadership we really been changing the game like what y'all been doing tell me some of the dope stuff y'all been doing what are the accomplishments let's go brag on it man we, we've done a lot jelani you better put that money to your mouth yep i got you <laughs> so i think one of one of the things that you know, I envisioned for Blade was to be different from other dim clubs, do events, not necessarily meetings, but things that are going to actually draw young people to come. Because a lot of the folks that I, you know, came ar- came across to that were in these dim clubs and these circles, right? They want to be politicians. They 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 majored in political science, right? I wanted to bring regular folks from Crenshaw and Slauson to get connected to what we were doing because yeah. I knew their voices and what they brought to the table could actually change the way we do politics. It's a new day. We in 2022. Hi. Young people, young progressive folks are getting elected like Isaac Bryan, our former board member. You look at someone like Eunice Hernandez, who just got elected in the city council. Um, you know, it's definitely a shift in politics. and I wanted to play a role in leading that shift. So everything that we do is for the people. We're a community driven Dem club. I think that um, gives us a different flavor. Um, we've had a lot of events. We actually had a Friendsgiving event in November where we honored and recognized young folks doing the work, young activists, right? A lot of these events, you know, they, they're promoting or celebrating folks that are in the grass tops, right? But what about the folks in the grassroots with the kids, you know, on the front lines of the movement doing the work? Let's highlight their work. So what, who are some of the people that you, uh, you awarded? Like, what kind of work were they doing? Um, we, Can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. I would say... Better put just, that much just, I would just say somebody um, really dope, Latanya Ward, um, who's doing healing circles with gang members in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. What's we highlighted. That about? She, um, she's somebody who spent a lot of her life in prison and really wanted to come wow. back and really think about how to utilize a lot of these um, kind of like healing modalities that are usually used from a perspective of white folks. She was like, no, we're going we gonna to turn that into black folks. Like, we're going to make it really about what black people really need to be able to heal. Because um, we have so much trauma from the moment that we stopped here. Exactly. Yeah. And and it was dope because at Friendsgiving, Dee put together these beautiful flowers. So we really honored, like, in I a way skills. that, you know, like, you give people flowers while they're here. We talk Come about that on. a lot. And so all these young people who are doing this great work, a lot of times they're just doing it. They're grinding. They're not necessarily doing it for the recognition. And for us, we were like, no, we recognizing our folks. We really bringing them to the table. We're, we're going to show them off. Um, and really get them involved. And we're L.A. County, so we wasn't just showing off the folks in South Central, which is important. We was in Pasadena. We have folks from Long Beach. We have folks from Compton, um, from everywhere to, like, really showcase, like, these are our people doing this work, and we got to make sure that they're uplifted in a real way. And that's a beautiful thing, like, just to be seen and to know that you are heard. And I feel like no matter in any space, no matter what we're doing, that's the key. I mean, that's why we are making sure that we get Congresswoman Congresswoman Karen Bass elected because she's somebody that can see us. 
that looks like us who can understand us that's one thing that I feel when we talk about diversity because all of these companies right now are talking about the diversity and inclusion they want to talk about real stories and things that matter well hello who are the people behind that are telling the stories can I understand you because there are things that I cannot be said that just are felt Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a rhythm in which you move to. And if we're dancing to a different tune, what are we doing? Yeah, and that's why I think it's important that we infiltrate these spaces. And so one thing that I learned that the power, just like the Black LA Young Democrats, what we do specifically is like we take up space in different areas. Like I'm in comms, like D's going to fundraise. Sade is going to be treasurer, but also a deep organizer's. Jelani does everything. Um, so break it out. So comms, you're doing all the communication. Well, you're- that's just my thing. Like personally, like when my personal, like my personal why is like stories matter, right? And that like we have been all under the influence that people who are whiter or richer have the are like get to lead and frame the narrative, and we have the we have the benefit, and we just respond to that. But I feel like if you put the people who are experiencing the issue closest to the solution, those voices, those narratives, those stories, then people start feeling seen and heard. And so my thing, Cheyenne's thing is always in the message, the talking points, the look, the brand of politics, because when people well, not politics, but of community organizing or base building or whatever it is that we're trying to change. Because if people could see themselves come on. in the marketing, in the advertising, even when you talk to them, like, oh, why you want to come to the sneaker ball? It's like, yes, yeah, the biggest, blackest political social event. Right. And they say you can't be, you know, you because you have see. to see yourself. Come and it's on. It, I don't mean to, like, go backwards in the conversation, but <laughs> mm-hmm. when you ask, like, why, why I joined Blade, it was that simple Blade was black. Um, and I work in political spaces, statewide, academia. And everybody's white or everybody's old. And here you have black young people doing dope things and mobilizing uh, political, doing the work. You know what I'm saying? And that's not happening uh, anywhere that I am. So when Sade hit me up, it was easy. Like, oh, yeah, we the black Los Angeles young Democrats. I didn't know what that meant, but it was some black young folks and I was with it. And here we are. So what do you think? You think people are scared? <clears throat> why don't Why don't you think more people of color, minorities, are involved in politics? For real, like, what What do you think it is? They don't feel like nothing's going to change. But they don't. Are things changing? Because I think, because mm-hmm. I mean, we'll look at things, we'll vote on things, people talk about things, and they'll say, "Hey, we're going to do this." And sometimes they'll say, "Well, such and such was in office and nothing happened." Then another person get office, and then all that happens. But things take time, right? Yeah, and I think that one thing that we like the big miss is that like no one took civics classes. Like, and growing up in LAUSD, like if I didn't take AP government and politics, I wouldn't have known like sort of like how things work. You know, and I think that a lot of people don't believe in the system because the system wasn't meant to. Mm-hmm. for us to thrive right and so even politics we have to fight our way into that system you know we have to fight for the right to vote we have to fight to be the first and we continue you know to be the first and so i feel like when jelani mentions one of our ways is to build platforms where people who wouldn't traditionally engage in the politics see you know are engaged is because when you break things down to the most like basic level and say like if you do this this can happen, you know, but you don't have to do it by yourself. Other people are here. And so I think that a lot of people aren't in the politics because right now we're just in a very polarized world, like politics, like it, you know, we're going to be reading think pieces like for the next 20 years on like the 2020s, right? Like yeah. just around between like the political, social, you know, Instagram, like all these things that have affected people's decision making. And I think people are 
you know, you have two different sides. Some people, this is inspiring them to get into politics because they're like, what the... I don't know if I curse, but what's happening? You, look, we're okay. talking. Yeah, I'm like, we're, we're you know, like, the they're like, they're like, what the hell is going on? And then other people are like, man, fuck that. Like, that's too much. These niggas don't care about us. These white people just want our money. You know, you have some people who are even black. People don't understand the process. Like, just because I voted for something in 2021 doesn't mean that the problem's going to get solved in 2021. So now you got to have it. Like, I don't know. I'm making this up like a task force. You got to get the, the money has to be allocated. Then they got to hire the group of people to implement it. Then they got to do a first phase of listening rounds. And it's going to take about three years. Like the Metro is just now coming down. Crenshaw. That shit's been happening for four years. Right. <laughs> and people are like, when is it ever going to be over? But you know, folks don't know that LA County is investing into transportation. So for the next 10 Which years, I want to talk about because yeah. I didn't realize like even talking about the public, like with the bus, yeah. the, the employees are down 800 or whatever. So the guy was explaining to me because I'm like, so the bus just may come and may not come. He's like, well, depending on if anyone's sick, they usually have five people, you know, on deck. No one's there. So if someone calls in sick or can't show up, that yeah, whole, that whole ride, that's a whole nother 45 minutes. So mm -hmm. if we're talking about up-leveling LA and making sure that people have jobs, how can they get to the point where they can have jobs? Then furthermore, if we're raising taxes, where's the money going? This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Where is it going? That, that's the question people need that's to know. That's why you gotta put people in power to make the decisions, right? Mm -hmm. If Cheyenne gets hired, she's gonna hire people who look like her from her community who often don't have these opportunities. But all of our decision makers historically don't look like us. And 
the the people who are up top right now, the the grass tops, um, it's, it's just not enough of us. So we we gotta elect people because if we don't got a seat at the table, we on the menu. Oh, right. hey! So, you know, you bars. Know. And so. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And listen. And, and and I think that it's it's just more. And when people say, oh, you have to have people who look like us, like, why? Because, like, nigga, I'm from. I took the bus from Crenshaw in Manchester to University High School on Santa Monica and Barrington. Then I took a bus to my after school dance class at when Lula Washington was on Pico. Then I went <laughs> here. So when they're asking, when so if I'm on a task force, for instance, for Metro, and like I can give experience based off of, I can give insight based off of experience. Mm-hmm. And what's happening, you have people who are sharing ideologies and theories based off of things they've never experienced. And what they could imagine. But and, we're talking about real life with real people and, and real situations. Exactly. And that's the difference between like, well, what, what does it matter? Nothing's going to change. Like, you don't know that one black person in that room changed the outcome from this not happening or this happening. And I could think of like one tangible thing. I think of like a, a benefit that black people don't know it has to do with representation is you know how a lot of black people now have more daycares mm-hmm. right but a lot of that came out of holly mm-hmm. and sydney's leadership at crystal stairs la that allowed more i don't have i don't even know the technical terms anymore because it happened so long ago but holly mitchell who's our current second district supervisor and um senator Kamlager, who's our state senator you know, they both led Crystal Stairs and Crystal Stairs is like the leading, you know, child development agency in California. And so what they did was they allowed vouchers. You know, they realized people aren't getting childcare because of money. Right. Like so they have vouchers. So now you could take, you know, your child to your auntie's official, you know, babies, you know, babysitting, you know, childcare, daycare, yeah. daycare because of the because black women who understand what other black women, Come other on. Latino women are experiencing. And I'm not saying that's the only reason, because obviously there are a lot of factors like economic and all these things, which is based on a lot of displacement when it comes yes. down to race. So it's a triple down effect. So people are like, well, I don't know what these policies do for me. It's just like, well. Shirley Weber, like, you know, you have people who are in office who are allowing, allowing, not allowing, but entrepreneurship is easier because of certain people being in office. You know, the creative economy was invested in because of our previous supervisor really saw that it was like L.A. County is a, you know, a creative economy. What does that look like? How do we change the County Arts Commission to now official department in L.A. County? So now my friend, my good friend just got a $50,000 grant. My homegirl, my homegirl to, 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 to change her dance, pro- to her dance program that she has through her nonprofit that she just started is now at Audubon Middle School. So now they got all these kids. I grew up near Audubon on Crenshaw and Martin Luther King. And so it's like, that's important because people don't know that like one person being in a room, one black person, person. two black people, a group of young black people who are using their political influence are giving their personal experiences and expertise on what they think the outcome should be and how that trickles down into People having access to funding, people being able to have their own child care centers, people being able to afford local child care centers, the child care tax credit, like the things that were benefiting that people think, oh, well, when Donald Trump was in office, we got that. Like, yeah, nigga, it's because it passed when Obama was there. And that's right. (laughs) Things don't happen overnight. But the problem is, and I'll stop after this, but the problem is in politics, people forget about the marketing. Right. Like. 
we get we 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 follow what we see. So we on Instagram, we see all the cool shit or whatever. But like, imagine if there was more people doing the work who took the marketing and branding aspects of it and told people what was actually going on. And that's why you're seeing TikTok grow a lot right now because people are being very using the marketing. Right, and I said a lot of opinionated pieces and talking about. I don't what's have going TikTok, on. but I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's you not accessible. Right? Like politics is not very accessible. Um, if you're not in the crowd, you really don't know what's going on. And people don't realize there's commissions, there's boards that have a lot of influence on what type of decisions a lot of these politicians, elected officials make, right? But like people like us, like Cheyenne, like Sade, like they need to be in these positions. Because like she mentioned, right, you have one or two black folks that can steer uh, the conversation, right? You can start looking at things from an equity perspective. Historically, that's, you know, that's lacked from decision makers from these type of high offices. Right, because so, they just don't know. Exactly. So we we want to, you know, make people aware, make make things accessible. Yeah, and like, I think... Oh, go ahead, Sha. You got, we got to make sure that... Put that also, mic over there. We, yeah, it's yeah. my bad. We got to make sure that once our people are at the table, once our folks are in office, that we're holding them accountable. And a part of that is breaking it down so that it is accessible. It's marketing it so that we people know like, oh, this is about to be, you know, on the table and we need to make sure that folks are voting this way. And the only I'm not going to front. Like, I want to know. How do I find out? Right. And, I, and I'll say it's folks like Cheyenne who really understand communications in a way that like it really becomes accessible and you asked earlier why did we join Blade like Jelani called me like it was the calls and I got multiple calls before I even you know went to the first meeting I ever did it was Jelani bro you coming through like it's that level of organizing that level of really bringing our folks together to really say like you could be here too you gotta be here we need you here why, like, why you why, so why does it matter to you I, I, I feel like I really for, from like to come from a community where you know, where like you we deserve better. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I love it. Yeah. She keeps yeah. saying it. Yeah. She I'm not about to love it. Because what does it mean? Was, you <laughs> telling me like, what does this mean? You can I, say all day, but yeah. like, what have you been through? Like, okay, why should I believe Sade? I, I feel like going to high school where it's all of us are black and brown. All of us. Like every single one of us is black and brown. But how many of us actually got to college? How many of us actually, when I got to college, why everybody looked white? And I ain't never seen these many white people in one place before. Like that don't make no sense. Like all of my all, all of my homies in high school, why didn't we get to make it out? Why did why am I the only person I know that went to Harvard other than the motherfuckers I met at Harvard? You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's mm. the it's the, the levels of being able to understand like we don't get the quality resources that our folks need. And that's why we got to be at the table. That's why we got to make sure that we're fighting for those things. Because a lot of times they don't they don't say like, oh, no, no they're telling us like, no, nah, you smart, Cheyenne. You smart, D. That's why you getting here. That's why you end up where you going. No, that's not why. why All of us it? are smart. All of us this are what smart. Is it? We pull up. Because when you're in these spaces, you realize you see people from the labor. I think about like Michelle Reed. I just like love Michelle Reed. Michelle like, Reed. Shout out to Michelle she Reed. is just like <laughs> the, the hardest mother, working the hardest woman working in the city. Woman. She's like an old, uh, um, uh, in the older generation. I don't want to say she's a she's, she's an older a, generation. She's older like, for sure. Elder, yeah, sure. and but she's not. You know, like in these typical spaces, you got to pull up and, you know, well, people think you got to have your suit. You right. have to have this. No, Michelle Reed and her older generation self, she wears her purple hair. Yes. And she time. And, she, and she'll be on a Zoom call in her house dress and her bonnet and be like, Senator, Senator. Oh, yes, my favorite <laughs> assemblyman. So why we don't have this? And so you realize it's not necessarily about the look. The look is about pulling up because the loud, like, you know, in corporate, it's like the big, the best marketer wins. Well, the loudest person wins in politics, like the people who make the noise and the people who have the most money. And I think it's important, like, you know, even when we think about Karen's campaign is like, yeah, Rick 
Caruso has a lot of money, but like well, we make the most money. noise. If you have all this money to put behind your campaign, why couldn't you build all these um, facilities and things like that and for the homeless people? Because why is the money coming? But more importantly, if you have the money and you're saying, hey, I'm for the community, I'm for the people. Why did it take now for your campaign? Why weren't you just doing it before? Oh, and you still not doing it. You still not doing it. promising it, but It's law and, and it's power. And, and he or she who makes the laws hold the power. So that's why we have to go vote. I just looked down. I got Trayvon Martin tattooed. Don't know him. Changed my life. It's wow. his story. But reality is... Wait, if, show the kids. Go ahead. I'll show y'all in a second. <laughs> but if legislation wasn't passed that stand your ground couldn't be a law, that young black man would be alive today. Mm -hmm. Breonna Taylor would be alive today if legislation didn't pass for no-knock warrants. So... Our lives are literally on, on the, the ballot, ballot, you know. So, yeah. like, you, we're voting because if not, we we'll die. Like, there we are an endangered species as Black folks, and so the only way that we can can weaponize ourselves right now without getting pistols and becoming militant, like Malcolm X, is to show up to the polls, is to organize and do the grassroots work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you start to see all these activations and campaigns and getting people to vote and people being more active. It's George Floyd isn't the first black man that's been gunned down by a police officer. This has been happening, but people tired. And guess what's happening? Black people are running for office. Black women, by and large, are running for office right now. And research shows when black women run for office, they win. Well, yeah. black women do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, lead, we lead for everybody. We Come lead on. for everybody. It's not we just are Mother us. Earth. Come yeah. on. And that's so let me so when we talk about communication, because I feel like that's the premise of everything right now. Who's talking, who's listening? And as we think about communication, like we find that people just have things to say, but it is about who's listening. So with that being said, are you against desirability when it comes to politics? Like is there a way that you have to show up in order for people to listen? You know what? I, I really feel like in politics, particularly the realest person will win. If people like, what does it mean to be real? Because people not trying to tell their business. People say people in politics are here to lie and scheme. Look at authentic. I'm not this. I know she's not a black woman, but look at AOC, right? right yeah. Let's no millennial has ever been elected to the congressional level. Why? Because people want that real. Why do people love Cardi B? Cause she real, like you know. That's, that's what the authenticity is going to win. It's exactly, and so and so that's why I feel like we even think about like the roles in politics. Why we need more consultants. Like if somebody likes people's image, then like you need to be an image consultant or a PR for a politician because like some of them have their heads so down that all they care about is the legislation. And you realize you don't win votes based off of just your track record people you know we people we gotta this has to be a pop it's a popularity contest too your charisma matters but i feel like with communications what we will start seeing more of especially now since younger people are just like shifting the narrative and millennials in gen z is that you're going to start seeing more authentic homegrown people unless people who are just indoctrinated running for office and I think that it's not just about being in office because like for me people love saying when you gonna run for office never I'm just a little too ghetto and a little too incorrect <laughs> I want to be right on the outside because influence is not always just from being an elected official like you get to make the final vote and so you need the person who's who can move in the room the best way the but your team around you and the organizations that you're connected with are really where you're getting where they're, where they're getting like 
their issue cuts, you know, where they're realizing, like, what do people care about the most? And I think that was super dope now, even though it's super polarized, is that people care about you realize people actually do care. They probably have too many opinions on these things. And I think it's <laughs> uh, the hard job we have, not just as the black L.A. young Dems, but I would say the, Cali the California Democratic Party or just people who just don't want to be under like a certain title is that like you got to do the work, but you got to appeal to the masses at the same time. Right. And I think that that's what we do fun. It's like, oh, yeah, we got a DJ. But did you vote? Oh, yeah, wow. we got a DJ. We're talking about AB1207. Oh, what's AB1207? Girl, did you know that AB stands for assembly bill? Like, and then, girl, so this 1217th one, let me tell you what it goes on. Let me tell you how this goes. Like, you have to be real and tell, like, I made that up. I don't have no idea what AB1217. I probably read about it earlier today. But what I'm saying is, like, we got to start making the message as clear, succinct, and simple as possible. People can relate and talk to me like you're talking to me. Right. Don't talk to me like I'm in, you know, on, you know, like I'm, like I'm somebody else. Right. And so I think that that's what's super dope about what we offer as a black Los Angeles Young Democrats is like we really show up as our full selves and our full selves is being about that work at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's what a lot of other, and I'm not trying to shade Shai, anybody. at the party? I ain't see you there. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was an authentic self. Oh, okay. That's her authentic self. Exactly. <laughs> she will be gone. Shade will be gone. Work from home is work from anywhere. Just to What's add to something that Cheyenne said right like me and my homeboys our our motto is we're gonna have respect in the streets and in the boardroom mm. and i think that's what makes us dynamic right this board um people like aoc right you you can we be able to navigate in multiple sectors multiple spaces and still get the the point across still get the the message across and i think that's why kb is dynamic as well mm. right people don't know kb was an organizer activist in the 80s in south central Right in the in the heart and the, the peak of the crack cocaine epidemic, they just see the KB of 2020, the the Congress, the Congresswoman. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the type of leadership we need in Los Angeles, and that's also the type of um, leadership we're cultivating here at Blade. Come on. Right. And then when you when you and Blade, like you just don't leave the way you came. <laughs> you transformation you, process. Yes, yeah. more networks, better jobs, more acumen. Gotcha. Like shout out to our previous board members who have like like roles like in so many different places that like I don't want to just name three out of like so many because I got called out like oh there's more board members than those three it was like well hell where were you at what you doing <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal it's a big deal that one of our former board members is now in the California Assembly like Ooh. Isaac Bryan yeah. like, you know like that's Exactly, like that's huge. Like that's a, you know, somebody gets a round of applause for that. Gosh. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yeah. That's my training. Okay, right nine years old. <laughs> wow. So let me ask you this: What is this whole thing about? Because we're talking about communication, making sure we, show we show up as our authentic selves. What is the Ask a Black Millennial campaign about? Okay, so Ask a Black Millennial, Ask a Black Millennial campaign is we started off very strong. Is like what? What do y'all niggas care about? Like. Seriously, what do you care about? Because uh, those of us, because you have mm -hmm. to remember, like, right. those of us who are in this space, like, we could be sometimes, like, I mean, we still have our own free minds and we think what we think or whatever, but, like, we know. We're we're slightly aware of what's going on. Like, you know, when everybody, when the shade room posts, like, California is not going to have no more cars, you know, gas cars. It's like, <laughs> yeah, water. well, we voted on that two years ago. <laughs> what do you guys think? Somebody nothing. found the headline and posted it and went viral. But, you know, ask a black millennial. like, well, what do you care about? All these. So, because what happens is, is that the most popular topic ends up going pushed the furthest, right? right. So, it's like... 
everybody can say, oh, we all want reparations. And I mean, I do. But like, does the average... Does <laughs> me the, too. But does the average... <laughs> me my check. Oh, me my check right now. About People are like, well, I remember... Here's a perfect example. I remember working in the consulting part, right? And someone... And we were doing some... Having the conversations with developers. And they were talking about like, yeah, we're going to do housing with... With no parking spots because millennials don't want to drive. I said, what? excuse me, I was so glad I was in the room. And I would, I was in the room to be a note taker, not necessarily. I was like the, the assistant, not like the person talking. But I was just like, as a millennial, I just want to let you know that it's not that we don't want to drive. We want to be able to afford cars <laughs> in L.A. Come on. We want to afford the cars. And we're, we're using Uber because it's the only option that we have, not because we just want to live a carless life in Los Angeles, not New York. It's a car Like, you know, <laughs> it's a car right. city. It's not even just cars. The registration in L.A. is crazy. Right. I just got a $700 bill. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a doctor now, so I can pay I'm it. Like, but that's a lot of money that's a lot of money you know like I come from nonprofit, and what we were paying our employees nobody can afford $700 registration on top of a car note on top of this housing, oh, the rent is astronomical in this city. Yeah. It's it's and this is why again we got to get people in in places that can change that right. Legislation can help subsidize some of these issues that specifically are affecting us as black people. Yeah, and, and we housing have to understand. One, and housing right now is yeah. definitely number one. Mm. Yeah, and that's why the Ask a Black Millennial campaign was super important because nobody was asking black millennials. When people were like, oh, millennials don't want to do this or millennials don't want to do that. And it's like, those are white millennials. Oh. <laughs> now the conversation's on Gen Z because, you know, the TikTok really like on took the up TikTok. space. No, it did. I that's mean, I don't... second TikTok channel. Man, you the white papers and just FYI, Google lost forty percent of their searching due to TikTok because the younger generation searches for information on how to do stuff and where to find stuff on TikTok and not Google. So it's like, I don't have TikTok, but I know how it works. I know its functionalities and because I'm a communicator, it's important for me to know. We, Wait, we don't are, know are, you, are you feeling attacked? Because I feel like you're defending yourself about being on TikTok. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm just in general. <laughs> I need to be on the sound like. Part of getting to people is knowing how they how they respond. And I think yeah. that that's what was super dope about Ask a Black Millennial is that nobody was asking black millennials. It was always like, oh, millennials are looking for this. Millennials aren't getting married because of this. Millennials are the divorce rate is going down. It's like the, those are not black people's experiences. And so that was our initial touch point when we first started as a board to start gauging conversations. And maybe we might um, resurface that another time. Okay. But it was really important for us for at least the first three months is just like start listening listening to people because yeah. the people who were making the decisions on the younger generation it was not they was not talking it was not hidden for what we was experiencing oh you guys don't want a car you guys don't want to drive it's like nigga, no, no. I, just, I need some money <laughs> what you I want a G-Wagon what you mean <laughs> 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 alright alright all right. we may what? not be riding the G-Wagon <laughs> yet but we gonna take a little break yeah. and we come back we need to talk about this black LA sneaker ball yes. that Blade is doing we also want to talk to some people that saying hey I want to get into politics what do I need to do and anything else in between Okay, and how we need to get congresswoman Cameron Bass can't be elected. Yeah. It's for you. Okay, guys, we're going to be right back. Hold tight. That's it. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Hey, it's Timothy Snell, the man behind the curve. Hey, what's happening, beautiful people? It's your boy Major, and you're tuned into Vitamin D with Don Day. It's just important for us to like create, like keep the culture of like what Blade is yeah. because like that's what's important. Like what's important is that people know there's always going to be this space that like I'm in. Po- I like politics because I don't like people making rules for me. I always got in trouble. All Who right, so we rule? back, y'all. In case you're wondering, because Cheyenne going off and she's saying some good <laughs> I stuff. I thought this was just conversation. Yeah, I thought this is the. Look, okay. No, this is off great. The, off the record, y'all. I'm really on Zoom with my baby here. No, no, but I want you to talk about why you're talking about the politics. That was a good oh. part. Oh. The other, all the other in between is fine, but oh, yeah. this I had to catch this. Well, like, I'm in politics because it's like I always got in trouble because like who made that rule? I remember getting in so much trouble when I was in second grade because I asked can you somebody. Make, she sounds so far. Oh, oh my bad. I'll just be nervous. <clears throat> I got to make sure everybody hears I said, that. who made that rule? Can you hear me now? Uh-huh. So um, I used to get in trouble. Like who made that rule? I remember asking somebody like, who said, who, who made that rule? Like why? Like, and you know, they ask like, when a young black person, a girl or, you know, girl, you know, they say you keep on asking why. Why are you so difficult? Why are you so disruptive? You know, all those things. But it's just like imagine imagine if I didn't meet my eighth grade teacher who said, no, you're a leader. Like you talk, you talk a lot, but you be saying some stuff. And so like and who really cultivated my leadership skills. And you I realized talk a lot. No way. No way. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing I do when I meet people. I'm like, I talk a lot. <laughs> You know your truth. Okay? I do. Okay. I, I never thought I would be in a dim club, let alone a president. Um, yeah. You know, organized activism, straight up on some Malcolm X tip. 
Um, but why not me? Why not us? Right. right. And, if, and if you know American history, we shift the culture in everything. We are the culture. Exactly. So we're going to do it in politics, you know, as well. And when I went to my first Blade event, you know, I never thought I'd have a place in a party. I never thought, you know, what I had to say or would matter or like, oh, y'all going to try to like kick me out of here. Right. But then, I, you know. The last president, Charity, shout out to Charity, like... Shout out to Charity. She showed me you could be your authentic self, young, black, and in politics. And and then I was like, okay, I'm so, like, how do I get on the board? But, yeah, 10 years ago, like, if you would have asked me, oh, you know, you want to be a part of the party, you want to do this, I would have looked at you crazy. Like, I, I had a, um, probably like a 10-year, I shouldn't even be saying it. Come like on, Eight-year, 10-year, t- like, time period, I didn't vote at all. Because I, I I was just so disengaged with the political I you were system. Say you were incarcerated. Nah, I no. <laughs> no. I was in college. You was in jail. Uh, I was in college. Thank God for college. Um, but but no, I didn't vote. And then and but you know, fast forward to twenty twenty two. You know, I'm the president of a dim club. Right. And I say that to, I'm saying all this because this is how important Blade is and other groups are. Right. Folks that thought they would never do something. Right when you can see yourself in it, it's different. You believe it. You can't be what so you cannot see. That, I hope that like, that's what we're doing. Like for this board, I want that's what I want our legacy to be. Like Blade got me into politics. It made me feel like I had a place that my voice mattered, and not you know not only was your voice heard, but like it was important. Because anybody can talk, anybody can be heard, but like is what you're saying does it have any weight? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does it come like what's behind it? Right, and that's what that's what we're building here. Shout out, you know you leaned into that mic. I didn't. I just leaned into the video camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's no, but, but. <laughs> no, but I, I was just For thinking profile. I was just thinking, even like the fact that we're doing a black LA sneaker ball, I know we're not there yet. No, but I like mean, we're, since we're, we segue, yeah. I'm like, you know, like the fact that young people have a space that is being like we're really thinking about how are we doing this beyond just the political like straight up, like we gonna talk about some shit. Like like Cheyenne talked about, what really engages folks? What really brings people in, right? And I think the sneaker ball really takes it to the next level in terms of young folks, even who are like, okay, I can't pay that, but like I'm gonna come volunteer. I'm gonna come learn from y'all. I love what y'all oh, are doing. Okay. They come. We we went to a tabling event, a, a a barbecue with Dominguez Hill students, and I could tell they were like into it. Like okay, we see what y'all doing, right? And Cheyenne will always like she got the messaging on point, <laughs> on point every time. But like. Really thinking about what is it that are going to bring young people to the table that wouldn't necessarily, like you talked about from the beginning, so many of us think, this, it ain't going to change. What, like, what What are you talking about? Like, why would ah. I get in, Why should I get involved? But I feel like a part of it is you got to create that that opening. And I think in, in, a, in a big way, the sneaker ball, we feel, is really going to do that, right? It's our 10th anniversary, and we really are thinking about how do we set up this legacy for the next 10 years, for the next, the next board that Cheyenne was talking about that really takes this to the next level. All right, Dr. D. What's up? You the chair. We talking about the LA sneaker ball. This is huge. Oh, it's it's gonna be a vibe, talk, dog. So talk, first tell of all, us, come you on. the MC. D town in the house. Jay, you know she's yeah. MCing the event, so you know it's gonna be crazy. Okay. Uh, but y'all, they hit the nail. You know what do you say? So what's happening October seventh? October seventh. Where is it gonna be located? We're gonna be at Band Devices. It's a black owned art gallery in West Adams. Mm-hmm. West Adams has been super gentrified. So the fact that a black man was able to buy this art gallery, on, we had to show up and support. Actually, all of our Blade events, we are very intentional with our dollars. We always support black businesses. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you're gonna you're gonna be dressed up. We're gonna be fly. I know you see us today. We we looking at hella casual. You mean like a person, like the everyday I mean, people that we oh, are? Oh no, yeah, you know. Okay. But we're gonna ourselves. we're gonna put yeah. on our suits. We're gonna we're gonna put on our cocktail Swaggy. dresses. Yeah. But Super you know, swaggy. but then we're gonna put on our kicks. You know, sneaker culture is is real. I just tried to get these off white Air Forces, and they like two thousand dollars now. What? And so if somebody show up with those, I'm gonna be mad. Uh, <laughs> but no, we go. It's it's gonna oh, be so amazing. You doing all fights? Yeah, they might, they might be listen. all black. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which way I'm gonna go. I said, I said off white. You know, we said black. Shout out to Virgil, rest in peace. Right. But no, it's gonna be a super dope event. And what we're really trying to do is do it big. Like just because we're black, like we deserve the best of the best. And, and this event is gonna be premiere. We got premiere sponsors. Yes. I'm like, who are some of the? Can we announce some? Yeah, of the sponsors? We, we can announce a few. We're gonna announce some big ones, so I don't forget everybody. But we have amazing sponsors. First of all, shout out to Isaac Bryan. Uh, he's hosting our VIP Come reception. Uh, so VIP tickets. Uh, we got Ten Ten Wine Bar of Inglewood sponsoring that. So if you VIP, you know we're gonna be sipping some vino. Yes. Uh, we got uh, the LA Rams, our Super Bowl champions. Wow. Uh, our sponsoring an event like so we really are making waves um and doing this in a way that democratic clubs have not done this before uh, a lot of our fundraising before has been on membership based right we need members but in order to do this good work in order to support and get black folks elected we need resources and we need dollars and so we've been asking our black counterparts and partners hey support this event we young black folks are really out here trying to do the work and um, it's been crazy. We still got some fundraising to do. So, so this you know, fundraising is going yeah. for what? What are we doing, y'all? Yeah, we we are reaching out to sponsors. We got crazy different levels. But who are we honoring, y'all? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you right. know, I missed it. Woman I missed it. I missed it. My bad. She's like, what? Well, I, I gave you the lob. <laughs> we honoring Congresswoman <laughs> Karen yes. Bass. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to KB. And the reason is, and I think it's important that we tell this story. I don't think we hit that. That 10 years ago, Blade was actually, the idea was founded in Karen Bass's living room. Shut the front door and Shut, go out the back. That is exactly <laughs> why uh, it was no better person that we honored on our 10-year anniversary. On the uh, year that she is to be elected. And she would definitely be elected. Uh, and so we're super excited. You know, we, we wouldn't have done it without her. In fact, we changed the date. We was like, yep. no, this, <laughs> this yeah. Karen oh, Bass, gonna be there. Karen Bass oh, must yeah. be there. She must be present and we must honor this, this moment. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So we keep saying we got to get KB elected, right? Why is the election on November 8th so important? Like for real, for especially Ooh. we talking about minorities. Now, I'm sure that I can probably throw it to each one of you guys and tell me how it can affect your family. So D, how does this election affect you and OT? It's, you know, for me, it's, it's not even about me and OT. It's, it's bigger than But than I'm just saying, we got to get on a personal level of how this can affect because this is how people are going to relate to it. I'm in Crenshaw, right? So I live in Hyde Park. And the reality is the resources are not in Hyde Park that need to be there, right? Uh, we have gang violence. I'm in the 60s. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Uh, drugs. Uh, it's a beautiful community. We're just under-resourced. And so we need someone like Karen Bass who understands this community. Uh, community Coalition is just down the street on Crenshaw, uh, on Vermont rather, uh, who understands the community that we live in and the needs of our community. And so when I see KB, I know she sees me. 
this is why this is important and she understands me and she understands the needs of not only me, but my friends, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, our families, the youth, more importantly. Yeah. Um, and, and KB always rides and shows up. I remember being young. I'm a little older. And Karen Bass told Don't me... Don't be saying that because I'm older than you, so slow down. So you're a little older, but... <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> we did, we did. Young gold but, nice. but But KB always showed up for me. She's always answered my call mm. um, and, and saw something in me even then that I didn't see in myself as a young person. And she's still doing that. Sade is heading up her... Um, her young folks getting out the vote Come on. and doing that work. And so for me, it's about the future. Like, I think I'm going to be good anywhere. I just told them I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. <laughs> this uh, one right here. On, you JG. see what I'm you saying? saying? But there, this is it's, so, some people in our community are hurting. Yeah. yeah. And and we, we go back to housing. I lived downtown for a little bit, about a year. Homelessness is oh, crazy. Gosh. And COVID-19 has further further exasperated these issues mm -hmm. and when you go on skid row you see us it's crazy That's it crazy. saddens me it sickens me and i'm not going to even mention the opponent but the only person who, help, who can help clean this up is karen bass absolutely she's the only one absolutely at the um you know when you ask like why kb why now i have like two and then two also responses. why the election why the elect mm -hmm. well you know well why the election so i'll take it on like a macro level so L the Los Angeles, well, L.A. County municipality and then L.A., their their budgets and the, the municipality, like how they govern, the amount of people they're governing are bigger than some states. Right. And so you think about how progressive California is when things happen in L.A., they happen in L.A. County. When things happen in L.A. County, they happen in California. When things happen in California, it puts a wave across the, the country. And that's a fact. And so that's why we are we have been so progressive in for, for so long. I mean, women's rights, climate change. I mean, like we, we can do better at mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. We can definitely do better there. Um the housing market, uh, of course. But just in general, when you think about I think about when I went to Grambling, I got to, I, I studied politics because the difference between living in LA and Grambling, Louisiana. Yeah, I went to an HBC that was about to be so lit. It was under resourced, yeah. like legit. That's why it was lit because there was no resource. All you can do is have fun. <laughs> I digress. Hey, I, 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 I digress <laughs> because I'm talking about. My, I can only talk about my school. You okay, know, okay. I went to Howard, but, Bobby. I feel you. Mm. Come on, I said I feel you. Know, you know, Howard. That's like <clears throat> okay. But what I will say <laughs> is, what I will say is, when you have a black woman in charge of one of the biggest municipalities, the biggest budgets that are bigger than most states, you then have someone who can yield power with a history of coalition building. And I think that's important for people to like know. And and so I can't stand people. And okay, let me not say that because that's rude because I don't want to judge people and where they are in like politics. But I don't like when people base their full opinion on someone over a series of commercials you saw during the Super Bowl. Right, because we don't I base somebody. And say, I say the loudest commercial <laughs> is always what we don't want because that means they have the most money and money is never on the side of right. people. Ooh. And so I think Very that right. is super important for a black woman who has a history of building coalition who's from the city. She went to Hamilton High School. Come on. Okay. She graduated from Hamilton. Hamilton High School like I remember going up there after children games to see my little boo in high school <laughs> like someone who graduated from Hamilton who built a nonprofit off of like I started my nonprofit after Trayvon Martin died her with the civil uprisings um, the, the political up the uprisings with the 1991 you know 
I don't want to call them riots, but to me they were riots. But like, you know, with all the things that were happening after Rodney King. And so like her her one idea of like what was happening in her community has now employed my own friends, been wow. lasting over 25 years and has had a, a huge impact. And when you think about the issues that we're experiencing yet yeah, everybody everybody is running on the same topics right like everybody's running on crime crime now Home, ho homelessness housing the economic workforce but really like do you have a history of building coalition to actually get shit done and i think that that's one of the biggest differences between kb and everyone else like yeah aoc is the more popular congresswoman and i'm not I mean, I'm not saying she don't get shit done, but all I know is like Karen Bass's track record is is huge. Like she's known for getting shit done and she is a black woman who can get shit done. But she's from here. She's not, you know, an outsider who's, you know, being a political operative to use moving someone else's interest. And you got to have people who look like you. To, Come on. To get shit done. You have to. And a black woman? Come on. A black woman. We don't let the others try already? <laughs> the others. <laughs> I'm done. Yo, but that, yeah. that, that, she'll be the first ever her? woman. She'll be the first I'm, ever woman mayor. This is cute. woman. Yeah. Listen, that's who, are they that's using who. that line? When you see KB, you see me? Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, catch it. Oh, uh, Shade. Uh, uh, catch it. Uh, uh, when you saw that song, you saw it, but I heard it. Control content. I'm going to need that clip. I'm going to need that clip. I can pass it on to Okay. <laughs> Shade, right. so what's up? Why, why, why is it important to you? Like, I, does it affect I your remember, family? Well, I'll, I'll say, I remember the first time I met Congressmember Karen Bass, and we were talking, my whole career and every, like, my passion has always been about young people. And I remember she was, she was sitting there, she was doing a little training, and she was talking about the, like, when she started Community Coalition over 30 years ago, and people were like, you know, like, like really writing off young people. It was the lost generation. It was really young people that were on the streets that were like the mass incarceration. That's when it really started in terms of right, like the crack cocaine epidemic and, and folks really the resources being taken out. Right. Reaganomics, like all these things that were really happening. And I think I remember her saying it so vividly. She was like, you know, like people wrote off all these young people. She was like, but if you think about these young people in gangs, especially the gang leaders, if you think about the folks who are selling these drugs like they entrepreneurs like we need to bring them into these organizations because if we think about what they really can contribute if we really like water that right and really help them grow in a way that really thinks about how do we build up their leadership so that they could do good for our community Come on. in a way that they're not allowed to in a way that they don't really get like they don't see right and I remember thinking like that's what I want to do like that's how I want to like contribute in a real way and I think that's who she is and when I think about like my younger sister, I'm 34, she's 33. Like, she spent 15 years of her life on the streets selling drugs before she was like, all right, I'm ready to, like, change up. And she, I'm, she gonna surpass all of us. Like, I'm talking about my accolades. She way better than me, wow. right? But it's because nobody watered her, right? Like, Come she didn't on. have that. And so I think about how do we get a chance to really, like, really take the time to build up our young people. And so being now, being on her campaign, it's... Like, you only see people like Obama, people like Bernie, who really, like, saw the young people and said, the young people need to go out and vote. Usually they write off young people. They don't care about their vote. They vote is so minuscule to them because young people aren't raising their voices because they don't think they could change it. Right. Like you said, when you see the young people that are involved right now, they are so excited. We got a little kickback going on on, on Sunday at the beach. What? These young people are like, kickback for Karen Bass, KB for KB. Like, these are them. Like, I'm just... 
I'm just over here. I'm just oh, over here cute. supporting that them. But cute. it's like Aww. it's like super dope. They got a little bonfire going on, and they're registering people to vote. They're telling people they got the little. You know, they do this little mysterious thing. So they got a picture and then they got the date of the election, you know, on a T-shirt. They got selling merch. They going to do a little tie-dye with the merch. Like, it's all young people that really can spread the word to other young people. They so got then a what do you say about the young people with, that don't care? They say, well, you know what? I still don't care. So whatever. They, they can only speak to each other. I can't tell them. I can't mm-hmm. tell them what, what makes them want to go out and vote. It's them, right? Like, for one girl, she got this cute little video she made. 165,000 views and she just started like three weeks ago and she and it's because young people can speak to other young people it was something like pose like the first black mayor or some some like the first female black mayor and I'm like young people that speaks to them that's like, fire like, and it's, it's how a- they did it like you know what I mean I'm like I would never think to pose like them you know and so so you you working on KB's campaign right now yeah what's it like working with her she's amazing she's so amazing today she had a couple of interviews everybody was like Shh. I was like <laughs> uh, but like you know what what D said is so real like today I was like I can't look at her because I brought my crop top and my shorts to work today I didn't know she was showing up yeah we showing uh, our baby hairs but to KB you better put a shirt on I didn't know so I'm like trying to hide she looked straight at me she said how are you doing she wanted to know that like, you were being you know what I mean like but yeah. like straight like like not like how you doing how you doing how you doing she was like how are you doing today like I was even like, you know, like, Man. and I feel like that is who she is. Like she is so down to earth. She's really about us, about the people, and that that to me speaks volumes, volumes. Because uh, you right there. Yeah, that's what's up, Jelani. It's home, Jelani. Man, I think they summed it up. But the thing I'll add is, look, this is history in the making. This is the first woman mayor, black woman mayor. We have the opportunity to make history. Um, people are going to look at this time and say, wow, we got a black woman elected in the second largest city in America. Come on. Right? Maybe the most influential influential city in America. Um, but personally, for me, this is about my future. You know, I'm a father. Uh, I want to make sure my kids grow up in a safe L.A. What's safe to me? Resources for all of us, right? Quality education, good transportation, clean air, all of that. Um, and... That's that's what it is for me. It's about the future generations. Like it's on the line. We are literally at a cross crossroads. This this election can probably impact the next ten to twenty years of Los Angeles. We have the Olympics coming. Come on, gentrification is rampant. Um, speaking of MLK, I just moved to MLK Boulevard, mm. so I know what's going on in the streets. I, I see it firsthand every day, um, and I think Karen Bass is the person for the job. She's yeah. the person for the job. And when you say implications, I think the implications are going to be far beyond 20 years. And here's why. If Go the person, off. if K, when Karen Bass becomes mayor, um, the coalition that's going to be built full in uh, the coalition. And when I say coalition, I'm saying like not just bringing together people that sit at the table and just to pretend. Right. When you really collect the voices, when when you're historically an organizer, you never not you never stop organizing no. <laughs> and so when as a community organizer your biggest thing is building relationships with people and so K- karen bass has built an insurmountable amount of relationships with people experiencing the issues and so if karen bass is what's on the line is when that olympics come you know what they're gonna do they're gonna clean the city up and kick our asses not not me but you know they're gonna kick our asses out because they need to you, the, the Olympics? So this whole the Olympics, right? right? The, the Olympics. The reason why these metro, all these things are happening Preparing so intense that. is because oh, in 2028, 20. we have to have the capacity. We have to have 
the capacity to house and to transport mil I mean thousands of people from across the country. And huh? so what does that mean? The it means the world. I'm gonna say the world. What does that mean? Like, okay, well what does Karen Bass have to do with that? If we don't have someone who leads with the perspective of African American, Latino, and underserved, marginalized, indigenous communities, like saying like, hey, that is gonna displace them. Hey, that doesn't are the job are they gonna get what's their percentage of the jobs gonna get? Like anybody who can speak to what our needs are and can build coalition around it, you you have the opposite, which is a, the opponent who is more about money and not about people who will be who was willing. And I believe will clear our asses out. That's Skid Row, like literally will clear our asses out. And those people will just get displaced because it's about what optics, the, the optics, <laughs> what it looks like, what it looks like. And nobody wants and, it, and I don't want I don't want people coming to L.A. in 2028 and, you know, what we're experiencing now in our streets, but you need someone who is a trusted leader who can do that. And I think the biggest thing that we have to debunk with people are like, well, Karen Bass doesn't care about black people. It's like, what? Because this other guy is going to take pictures with these going people. Going to take pictures. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this time this in his life. over here taking yeah. pictures with people without their permission, but this woman has been doing the work for 30 years. So sometimes I keep it real with people. I say, listen, Karen Bass is if like, if I was on my shit and I ran for mayor in 10 years, like that's what it's, it's us. It's the people who started here and went and did Can I ask something about okay. the Olympics real quick? Mm -hmm. I just want to just point this out. If you look at what happened when the Olympus came to Brazil, right? That's the blackest country I was there. in the Western Hemisphere, mm -hmm. right? Crazy. The Olympics, you know, I'm, I'm glad they chose L.A., but there's bad things that come along happened? with that. A lot of people get displaced. Um, Human they, trafficking. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they tear down a lot of stuff. And if you think about it, right, for this Olympics, they had to prepare, right? So they built the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, which is the last black enclave of Los Angeles County. They, they're also building an arena right down the street for the Clippers, right? Over there by USC, they got a new stadium for the, uh, for the soccer team. Those are all for the Olympics. They're going to be utilizing all of those spaces, the forum, all of that. But they're building these spaces in the last black communies in Los Angeles County. Because so he who yeah. holds the land holds the power. This holds all goes power. back to the land. That's mm -hmm. what it's all about, period. So black, black Los Angeles has a lot on the line. Yeah, particularly... For this yeah. for this election. Wow. And you need someone who cares about black people making the decisions. And the thing is, it's like she's and that's the dope part about her. Why she's such a good uh, I don't want to say politician, but she's a good, you know, leader, community leader is that, you know, it's just because she's a black woman. And that's why they say when black women lead, they leave for everyone, because though she comes from our perspective, she still can build coalitions, continues to build coalitions. She has people from every community mm -hmm. behind her, every community, ethnic like background, ethnic sexual background, all of that, all of that. And it's wow. real people. Hey, and real that's a rare people. issue, because let me tell you, there's a lot of people I didn't mess with. You know, and Blade, Blade, uh, I mean, I've always been a little radical. So, you know, they help me understand, like, you know, some things. And I think that that's the thing that I hate the most. And I'm like, oh, KP don't care about black people. She don't be over here. And I remember somebody saying she needs to be at this event. It's tomorrow. And they said Rick Cruz is going to be there and it's going to look good for her. I, I remember responding, Karen Bass is in D.C., <laughs> People forget that Karen Bass has also been she fighting. She had to fight Trump. Uh, she's our yeah. our chair of our Congressional Black Caucus. And even deeper than that, like people don't realize when you become the mayor, 
You get a whole 200 person staff. Mm. So when somebody who's black and a woman, that means that staff is going to be representative of the mosaic of our city, of L.A., (laughs) our commissions, our appointments. Right. White men are like 90 percent of city appoint appointments right now. All of this can begin to shift when you have that person in, in office. I can guarantee her opponent is not looking to hire black folks astoundingly or hire or appoint uh, black folks to, to commission. So I, I don't even or understand women. how we're still talking about it. So the if answer somebody, is clear. Get your ass to the polls and vote. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody was just wondering, well, how can I get a deep dive on KB? Where, where can we get the information? Where can we get a one sheet all I know? KarenBass.com. Yeah. <laughs> KarenBass.com. And then I'm going to shout us out. Blade is also doing a voter guide that will be coming out soon. We don't have that date. Follow us on social media. Shy, what's our handles? Because I mess up. Black LA Young Dems. Black LA Young Dems. We're partnering with the Community Coalition Action Fund. So if you are unsure, once you get your ballot, uh, our voice hopefully is representative of your voice. Take a look at that voting guide. If not, hit one of us up on our social media. We got you, MLK at a new day. You heard that. <laughs> oh, that's why you good on MLK Boulevard. Okay, I get it. But I will also say, like, outside of going, and you know what? I, I keep on saying these things I don't like because, like, I'm going, there's just one person who just gets on my nerves, and I'm not going to say their name, but it's just like. <laughs> Whoa. Who yeah, is I'm it? not going to say okay. it. I can't because I can't. You, you already know. But, like, they continue to like bash black elected officials and I remember I always like <laughs> get in the comments like well have you reached out to their office mm-hmm. have you caught them well why would I call them like they they know what it, they know what's up they need to call me it's like nigga what like there's <laughs> <laughs> a million people tagging me and you think your one tag from your it. small follower account is gonna garner attention but guess what and that's what the that's what we need to tell that's what people need to understand the email and the phone call is going to go further than the tag on Instagram. So the emails and the yes. phone calls actually work. Yes. People, who, people pick up the phone. Yeah, because people who about their business pick up the phone or Talk send about an email. It. Connect with the staff. Pull Because yeah. people pull be up. like, pull, he, oh, wait, so you can pull I mean, up? Yeah. I don't think people know that okay, let me give the, okay, okay, address 3601. South La Brea Avenue on the corner of Obama and La Brea. And if you want to reach out directly to the campaign, you can email me, Sade at KarenBass.com, S-A-D-E. I respond to every email. I connect you to the right people. I don't play no games. She don't. Unless you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So if you feel like you have a problem, like, hey, I don't feel seen in in this legislation. I don't feel seen in this policy brief. Why did you say that about criminal justice? I thought we were trying to reform. I don't like that. Like, that's what you, that's what you should be saying to your elected officials like I don't see myself what can we do or here's a proposed solution and 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 see and sometimes we got to realize like we're thinking about what we're experiencing we're not thinking about the other eight million people in the constituency who are feeling the same thing but you have to be willing to share your concerns and even potentially what your solutions are and not think that these elected officials are bigger than you they you know like we have this thing in our society like oh it's a celebrity it's an elected official like these are this is an elected official right here next to me. Like, look at this, the homie. And it's just like, and this is Dr. D. And it's just like, Dr. oh yeah, we cool, but okay, so Dr. D, let me talk to you about this. So what's up with your people, man? Why y'all vote on this? Like, what's going on? And she tells me, and I'm like, I don't like that. So we might not agree when it comes to the ballot on that issue, but 
you have to be willing to share your grievances and your concerns about the things that you want to change in your community and be willing to tell them to the people who can make the decision. You going on Twitter and making threads about it or being agitational in your stories or doing all those things like, yeah, your friends are going to think it's cute. Like, you right, yeah, man, fuck them. They don't ever care about us. But it's just like these same people are over here doing community sessions, public information sessions, asking people to come meet with them, tell them to come to the office, give them their email addresses. But you don't want to have the conversation to these people in person Mm -mm. because you're afraid of being of the outcome and so i think that people are afraid of the potential of what's possible and i think that that is a reason why politics gets a little scary because it's like dang what else am i gonna complain about i think kb is the type to welcome that type of energy too Mm -hmm. she wants to know hey man this bill is whack or it Mm. could be stronger she welcomes it i've heard her say like i hope you know you hold me accountable once i am the mayor i've heard her say it in person um so i think it's gonna be more accessible, like we talked about earlier, right? People, she's going to create a team, create an environment, have a staff, right? Got to understand, she's an organizer. She's going to hire people with organizing backgrounds. Like, that's something that's integrated in the culture. So you're going to be able to come through, pull up, interact with people. And even if you can't get directly to her, she going to have people on the front line there for you to make sure that message gets to her. I can't get directly to her on <laughs> October 7th. There you go. There, come on. <laughs> at the Snicker Bowl. I had to throw that live yeah. one time. I, I, anybody and everybody who is a, a elected official of color who is doing the work for black folks in the community will be in the room. Karen Bass, Congresswoman Karen Bass, most definitely will be in the room. We will be in the room. So pull up sneaker ball pull tickets. Up. Let me give you that, that link too. Get it's, a link so they it's know. It's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly slash black LA sneaker ball. The B is capital. The LA is capital. The S is capital. And the B is capital. Black LA sneaker ball. Yes. And then you can also it's make sure you follow black Lord LA young oh, dance on Lord social media. And we right. take donations. If you can't pull up, media. yeah, we take donations. How do they do the donations? Bitly. The event break. All of that. Our on the Instagram at Black LA Young Dems houses all of our information, all of our information. And so, listen, that's what I'm saying. Like you paying, you're not only paying to be with the biggest, you know, the the biggest listen. political black players out here, and the young, you know, the as far as the Black LA Young Dems. But if it, you feel like you never got access to some elected right? officials, then it looks going, like you should pay that you 100. You try to get involved in politics in LA. This is the network. This is where you need to be. I'm telling you, October second. Yeah. And the vice and is right Dawn there. Day is the MC. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Do you hear me? And we're going to have a live auction giving away. Not giving away, but auctioning <laughs> off some great things. Some oh, great, yeah. yeah. Merchandise. Yeah. Wow. And DJ. Live entertainment. Yeah. Tequila sponsor. Wine. Black owned. Everything black. All black. All black. All black. All black. And in true black people, we have a 360. Yes. Yes. For sure, off them fly sneakers, you feel me? Oh, man. Okay, guys. Shout out to Watts Coffee House. Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. This is this is so, this is amazing. Thank you. Make sure that y'all, make sure you check it out, okay? October 7th. You heard them. You heard what we need to be, and we need to get KB in office, okay? We're raising money because we got to change, and we want to hear from real people with real voices, but most importantly, amplifying these real stories. We got to be the change that we can see. Right? And when you see KB, you've seen me. You've seen me. Um, okay, so one last time, give us the social media handles because I know people have heard something. They're like, yo, I want to follow them. President. Comms. Comms. 
Our our Instagram is at Black LA Young Dems. And your personal. I'm at Shy Smith Wins. Okay. Jay Hendricks for president. I'm at Shade El Hawari. S A D E E L H A W A R Y. <laughs> and I'm MLK at a new day, y'all. Hey, I, I, I'm gonna be like, oh, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's like, no, nah, but. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, civil rights movement. Hello, somebody. It's giving civil rights. That's what kids will say. It's giving. It's giving. It's giving that we, it's time for a change. It's giving that we need Karen Bass in office. It's giving that I need, we need, we all need to hear from you. So get out there. November 8th is important, but before that, we got to make sure we check you out on October 7th, okay? People have been asking, Dawn, how do I get involved in politics? Dawn, why does it matter? Well, you got it all right here, right now. And don't think that, oh, you can't get in contact because they said, pull up. 3601 South La Brea. Hello, somebody. Sade just gave her email out. So I, what's the excuse? You say you want to be seen? It's time to show up. Now, if you're trying to show up and be on the podcast, let me tell you what you can do. Go ahead and email us, vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com. I would love for you to be a guest or perhaps you got an idea for a topic or something that's going on. I want to hear from you. Furthermore, you need some advice. What about love, relationships, your career, whatever would have you? I'm here for that. And, and I want to be clear. When we talk about vitamin D, what do I say? It's all about shedding the light. And if we want to be better and we don't want to do better, we have to be able to see better. All right? So I'm going to keep it real with you because I love you, all right? Um, also, while you're listening, I know you enjoyed it. Can you tell somebody to tell somebody else that Dawn Day got a podcast? It's entitled Vitamin D with Dawn Day, and it's available wherever, not somewhere, not over there. I said wherever you get your favorite podcast, okay? This is my dream, and I'd love if you can support me. And, and go ahead and rate it. You you enjoyed it. So when they see it, they're going to see these stars and they're going to see the comedy. They're going to be like, okay, Dawn is what's happening. And then we can tell some more people and get them inspired and, and everybody just living on purpose and for a purpose, right? Um, and if you want to check us out and see what we look like in the studio, you want to follow us. We're on all social media at Vitamin D Dawn Day. Okay, and, and if you want your original source of vitamin D, you want some of me, you can follow my personal social <laughs> at Dawn Day Speaks. I'm going to be talking about all the things I got going on and I'm going to put the flyer about the event October 7th. I'm emceeing. Okay, and I hope to see you there. All right. Well, it's time to go. And you know, I say I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't going to forget about mine. Oops. So until next time, always remember you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.